0: don't know who it was that said it, but there's a quote that goes something along the lines of, teaching is the best way of learning. Uh, I've been, in the past, a school teacher for about 10 years, and I've gone through the experience of learning stuff, and then also teaching it, and I found teaching such a powerful way of actually learning new things. Uh, Another quote that I learned when I was training to be a teacher, which is, uh, tell me, and I forget show me and I remember, involve me and I understand. So if you're just passively saying something to someone else and the other person's a listener that passive approach doesn't work but when there's this active involvement with this new information it comes alive and there's nothing that comes more alive than when you're teaching something. So this is the Teach Mindfulness podcast. My name's Shamash and today we're exploring the idea of the importance of practicing teaching regularly. Now um, I want to share a little story with you, I'm not sure if I've shared this with anyone actually, so when we were starting um, in the middle of the pandemic when there was a quite a strong lockdown everywhere especially here in the UK, uh, I wanted to guide some mindfulness sessions, just maybe for, for, for 30 days, just like a, like a one month challenge. And I thought, yeah, I could come up with 30 different meditations. So there's something different every day. And so we had a little group and it was, uh, you know, I wasn't sure if I'd be able to consistently wake up early enough to be able to guide a meditation. I thought I might wear myself out by the end of the month. Actually the opposite was true. I really enjoyed it and it went well. And I had these 30, meditations at least roughly planned and did them and the group seemed to want to do it again and that was when I thought how am I going to come up with another 30 meditations we've just done 30 and might be a bit strange to guide the same one again and again so I wasn't too sure what to do um so I came up with a few at the beginning but then there were some days when I actually had no plan but because I'd been guiding them regularly uh I kind of Meditation just came by itself. You know the different ideas and different concepts, and sometimes I brought a poem in or a little story or something that had happened the day before, and and ideas just flowed and and meditation started to come into my mind, and I was sharing them as I was guiding them, and I realised it was because if I was getting a lot of practice, and now. We've managed to do them, you know, for for many months uh, over a year actually. So different different meditations, they're all slightly different in their different ways, and sometimes they're the same too, and that's okay. But the the very fact that I was practicing very regularly gave me the the confidence to to not feel nervous, even if I don't have any idea what the meditation was going to be like this morning actually, <laughs> and it ended up becoming uh, tapping into the power of. Uh, collective awareness in the meditation so a theme naturally formed so I want to share what I'm trying to say is that you know you may feel nervous or you will feel nervous at the beginning as as a new mindfulness teacher or thinking about becoming a mindfulness teacher but the very fact that you're doing the training first of all will be really good to deepen your mindfulness even if you don't become a, a formal teacher just to do the training I believe the process of even teaching small groups is powerful and you and you get new insights. Uh, and secondly, to build the confidence doesn't come by trying to think confident thoughts. It comes from actually guiding the practices, actually running little classes. But if you're too nervous to do that, then how do you do that? And so I'm going to share with you some ideas here. And the first idea and the main idea actually is to build up gradually. And so, If you're really nervous about teaching mindfulness, then start by simply recording yourself guiding a meditation and you don't have to share it with anyone else. You can get your phone and you put the recorder mode on and just record one minute or two minutes or three minutes of guiding some favorite meditation of yours, whatever your mindful practice is that you really like, mindfulness of breath or body. and Just guide it in your style. You're not going to share it with anyone else. It's just between you and your your phone or wherever you're recording it. And that's it and it seems a bit weird to do that but try it and you'll find that it does actually have a really positive effect and it starts to build confidence straight away so you could do that a few times some people are okay with listening to their voice coming back some people don't like to hear their voice either way is fine you don't even have to listen back to it if you don't want to so that's step one step two in building up your confidence and getting into teaching regularly is to record something and then share it with a friend and then see what they say let them try it out and hopefully they'll give you some good feedback you can even tell them just tell me what you liked about this because i'm just starting out building my confidence (laughs) and then thirdly you can guide someone live maybe a friend one-to-one maybe you can guide them on a weekly basis and just say hey i'm just practicing i want to teach mindfulness regularly can i guide you Uh, one-to-one for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 15 minutes in a mindfulness. It'll be a different mindfulness every week, let's say. And uh, hopefully somebody will say yes, and you can do that. Then you can build it up to a mini group. So a group of friends. So people that you know, ideally maybe two or three or four or something like that in person or online, whatever is right for you. And again, guide the exercises ask them how they found it and you can sense we eventually move towards guiding clients or mini groups that you actually don't know uh, and then that can gradually build up until you uh you know go on to, to to guiding lots of people I don't know or teaching classes that you'd really love to um don't let the any feelings of anxiety um be interpreted to mean that you shouldn't do it. Whenever we feel worried or scared or anxious, it's because you care about it. This is what we learn in ACT. We hurt where we care. So if you're starting to feel anxious about guiding meditations because you want it to go well, you want it to go well because you care how it goes. And if you care about how your mindfulness goes, it means it's important to you. So any sense of fear or anxiety around this area is actually a really positive sign. If you didn't feel any anxiety, you didn't really care at all, there was no um, barrier, there's no sense of nervousness or any barrier at all. Okay, maybe you're lucky and you're just a very uh, relaxed person, but most likely maybe it's not, it's not as, as important to you as it is to some others. So the flip side of our, our pain and our difficult feelings is actually what is gives us purpose and meaning. And so if it's, if, it, if you think mindfulness is important for you and if you feel a little bit nervous about teaching it to others maybe it's because it's really important for you to do that and so that could be a sign you've all seen or probably many of you have seen that diagram where it says there's a little circle and it says your comfort zone and then outside of the circle where the magic happens so the invitation here is to step out of that little comfort zone and out into where the magic happens which is where some difficult feelings may come up for you I shared an example of that with the you know how with this daily mindfulness club that I have and I was nervous about guiding a new meditation every day but now it's so meaningful for me to do that and we're doing other things now as well like the Teach Mindfulness Academy which I'm uh, leaning into as well as something that I that isn't really important to me um, so, yeah, that's what I wanted to share about teaching uh, regularly and the importance of practicing teaching regularly and how you can go about doing that. Be creative. If you're already doing some teaching, where else can you teach it? Where else can you share? Who else could you share it with? And you can combine maybe free with some that you charge to make some income from. So, getting that balance right. But any opportunities to keep sharing regularly will be good for you and it'll be good for those that, that participate. If you are a qualified mindfulness teacher or ACT practitioner and um, want this space for mini groups to practice teaching mindfulness with each other and learn other skills to build your confidence, then uh, check out the Teach Mindfulness Academy. Get, get in touch with me and I can share the link with you. And uh, We're launching it next week. So that might be something of interest to you as well. Tomorrow... Um, I'm not exactly sure what we're going to be sharing actually. Maybe about how to manage difficult experiences. So sometimes when you are in a mindfulness class or you're teaching mindfulness one-to-one, you know, it may bring up some difficult emotions or some difficult experiences for for your members in your in your group. So how do you manage that? How do you manage these difficult experiences? That's what I'm going to be sharing, most likely, in our next episode. Thanks for listening.